Welcome to Today on Broadway for Monday, January 18th, 2021. I'm Broadway World's Matt Tamanini. And I'm arts and culture writer Ashley Steves. Ashley, over the weekend, James, Peter, and Michael had one of the greatest character actors working on both stage and screen on This Week on Broadway. Mm. It was the great Stephen McKinley Henderson, um, who was on the show to talk about the upcoming uh, 50th anniversary gala for the new Federal Theater. Uh, but he, you, he's one of those guys you might not know his name. But you know his face. He has a long history of working on August Wilson projects, both on stage and on screen. He was uh, one of the supporting actors in the film version of Fences. He was also in the Pulitzer Prize winning play um, Riverside. Oh, what was that called? I thought I had it in my head. Uh, from Riverside to Crazy, or between Riverside and Crazy, between Riverside yeah. And Crazy, yeah. He was also um, the priest drama teacher in the movie Lady Bird. Um, he's mm-hmm. just all over the place. They had a ton of different um, great conversations uh, with him, and uh, it, it's a really great uh, interview and one of the Exciting. great working actors out there. So check that out in the podcast feed. Of course, if you are a member of our Patreon family, you are able to sit in on that interview and listen to it live, and even supply some own que- your own questions of course everything comes out in our patreon feed before it hits the regular feed so subscribe over at patreon.com slash broadway radio broadway radio.com slash patreon all right ashley unfortunately we have to start this week's news with some sad news and that is the fact that on friday we learned that the chairman emeritus of the schubert organization philip j smith had passed away at the age of 89 due to complications from covid19 Smith began his 63-year career with the Schuberts in 1957, beginning as the box office treasurer of the Imperial Theater. Then he became the general manager of all the Schubert houses, then vice president, then executive vice president, then president, and eventually chairman and co-CEO. He is widely credited with pushing Broadway into the computer age, which included overseeing the creation of Telecharge. He was also instrumental in trying to make tickets um, uh, easily accessible to large groups of people and helped uh, establish the Times Square TKTS discount ticket booth as well. He was awarded a Lifetime Achievement Tony Award in 2011 and four years later was inducted into the Theater Hall of Fame. Smith was survived by his two daughters and five grandchildren. Ashley, mm. truly a giant in the field. Yeah. Um, somebody who had his hands in every aspect of the Schubert organization during his 63-year career sure. on his way up and then overseeing it. Um, our thoughts are obviously with everyone who loved him. Godspeed, Mr. Smith. Mm-hmm. Yeah, deeply sad, especially under the circumstances with COVID-19. Obviously been a very difficult almost year uh, with everything going on. It, I think we take it for granted something. I mean, now being in 2021, we take for granted something like Broadway being in the digital age and how, for the most yeah. part, don't look at financials, but how easily <laughs> accessible tickets are to get Broadway tickets. And that is very much largely in part to Mr. Smith. Yeah, absolutely. Although, Telecharge could use some upgrades when Broadway comes well, back, but that's neither here nor there. Hopefully, yeah. they're using this time off uh, to do that. But fingers crossed. Uh, yeah. Moving on, Ashley. Last week, the International Alliance of Theatrical Stage Employees, or IATSE, the union that oversees all of the stage crews for theatrical work, called for currently vacant live performance venues across the country to be turned into vaccination sites and for union labor to help set them up. 
As the union notes, back in April, their members helped to build field hospitals in cities across the country where those were needed at the beginning and the height of the COVID pandemic. IATSE's communications director said, quote, The workers know those venues better than anyone else and can help hook up all necessary utilities quickly and efficiently. To them, it's a relatively normal job, but with different stakes. Ashley, we've seen sports arenas and stadiums used as as testing sites, but also polling places over the past Mm -hmm. year. These huge venues that were otherwise either sitting empty or they actually canceled games to have those available. And while those, those venues and those arenas and stuff are far larger than any theater or music venue, there are a lot more live performance spaces across the country than arenas and stadiums. Um, And this should absolutely be part of the rollout for widespread vaccinations that will hopefully start ramping up following Inauguration Day later this week. Unquestionably. This would be great. I mean, you know, there, as you said, there are many more performing arts venues. I mean, you look at Broadway alone, uh, but then you start getting into any kind of off-Broadway, off-off-Broadway theater and how widely they spread across the city. And then you start talking about across the country. Yeah. Like, that opens up literally so many doors for vaccinations. Which, you know, if they're actually being rolled out, then there's no con to this, I see. Yeah. And, well, funny you use the word con Uh, because uh, (laughs) the outgoing administration. I thought about it almost immediately. Yeah. Yeah. The outgoing administration straight up lied to states across the country about when they would be getting uh, vaccinations. Hopefully that will not be a problem come Wednesday. Hopefully not. (laughs) Though, you know, certain governors are still in charge of their. Uh, state rollouts. Oh, name yeah. names. New York. <laughs> and you did. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right, Ashley, let's take a real quick break from the news and send it over to James, who has important details from our sponsor for this week, ExpressVPN. We'd like to welcome ExpressVPN back to Broadway Radio. There are tons of VPN providers out there. You've probably heard of a couple of them, and some of you might even have used a VPN before. But I like to do research on my sponsors, and I only recommend brands to my listeners that I believe in. I can say with full confidence that ExpressVPN is the best VPN on the market. ExpressVPN doesn't log your data. Lots of really cheap or free VPNs make money by selling your data to ad companies. ExpressVPN developed a technology called Trusted Server that makes it impossible for their servers to log any of your info. Second is speed. I've tried lots of VPNs in the past. Many slow your connection down or make your device sluggish. I've been using ExpressVPN for a few years now and my internet speeds are blazing fast. Even when I connect to servers thousands of miles away, I can still stream HD quality videos with zero lag. The last thing that really sets ExpressVPN apart from other VPNs is how easy it is to use. Unlike other VPNs, you don't have to input or program anything. You just fire up the app and one-click button to connect. It's so easy that your grandparents could use it. And it's not just me saying this. Wired, The Verge, CNET, and many other tech experts rate ExpressVPN the number one VPN in the world. So protect yourself with the VPN that I use and I trust. Use our link, expressvpn.com slash broadwayradio today, and get an extra three months free on your one-year package. That's expressvpn.com slash broadwayradio. Visit expressvpn.com slash broadwayradio to learn more. And thanks to ExpressVPN for continuing to support Broadway Radio. 
Thank you, James, as always. And don't forget expressvpn.com slash Broadway Radio for all of your interneting needs. All right, Ashley, following the rousing success of the benefit concert for the West Bank Cafe, it was actually a telethon is what they called it. Yeah. Uh, the Campaign to Save Birdland will host a free streaming concert at 7 p.m. on Sunday, January 24th, this Sunday, which will feature the likes of Matthew Broderick, Norm Lewis, B.B. Newworth, Mandy Patinkin, Martha Plimpton, Cheetah Rivera, Mercedes Rule, Giancarlo Esposito, Melissa Leo, Wynton Marsalis, Clive Davis, Elvis Costello, and many more. As of recording time on Sunday night at like 7.18, here, let me hit refresh just so I can get the latest total. It appears that in their uh, GoFundMe to raise $250,000, Birdland, as of now, yep, on the refresh, has raised $250,424. So they have met their quarter of a million dollar goal. That's excellent. um, Which is great, but they obviously... Um, could always use more, especially in trying to weather the rest of what is certainly going to be an uncertain 2021. For sure. Uh, but this is great. I mean, uh, the so West Bank and Birdland are places that I don't know that I would think New York would feel the same without. Absolutely. So, especially the Midtown Theater District areas. So, I'm very glad that these uh, these institutions have raised money, and, and I'm very glad for everybody who has organized these things and, and who has donated. Not too shabby of a lineup, either. Wow. <laughs> I know. Both of them are like... <laughs> like and you forget, like, these are places that, like, you go to all the time. When I'm in yeah. town, I go to all the time, and you're like, wait a minute. If we go to these places... Probably a lot of famous people right. have gone there exactly. and who have performed there, especially Birdland, which has um, like multiple uh, venues and is a little yeah. classier. No offense uh, to the Lori Beachman, but the Lori Beachman stuff is a little uh, more campy. But exactly, um, you know, it's just like the, these places are important to lots of folks. So uh, I'm very glad that some really important and famous people are lending their names and voices mm-hmm. uh, to help save them. All right, let's move on. Last week, we also learned that a star-studded cast will unite for a virtual benefit reading of David Lindsay Abair's play, Rabbit Hole. Directed by Allison Tanney, Celia Keenan-Bolger, Mary Ooh. Testa, Mary Testa, Lauren Molina, and Andrew Barth Feldman will lead the cast with the performer playing Howie still to be announced. The reading will air at 8 p.m. Eastern time on Saturday, that's January 23rd, with proceeds benefiting the Actors Fund. Visit thereadingseries.com org for more information. And finally, in this section, in an interview on Good Morning America last week, McDreamy himself, Patrick Dempsey, <laughs> confirmed. Why are you laughing? That's his nickname. Like, that's, so silly. Oh well, whatever. Uh, but at least I didn't have McSteamy, whichever that guy's name was. Uh, anyway. Patrick Dempsey confirmed that he would be returning for the Disney Plus sequel to the movie musical Enchanted, which this one is called Disenchanted, which is also an off-Broadway musical, so yeah. we'll have to work around uh, some copyrights there. Uh, but he will be <laughs> joining his princess, Amy Adams, in this one. Ashley, confession yeah. time. I have never seen Enchanted. Well, this is, is the it- thing. You, I was going to say, first of all, confession time, even though you've talked about this several times on the show I, with okay. you before. Well, so, I'm- confession time if you weren't paying attention. Yeah. Yeah, that still surprises me. I'm... It's kind of bizarre, honestly. But yes, you should watch it. Absolutely. I mean, it's it, a lot of it fun. Came, it came out in 2007. I yeah. just was 
busy. I, you know, what you're busy anyway. for all of 2007 anyway, on, and every year since, which is actually not a lie. That's true. Yeah. Um, but it's on Disney Plus now. So it'll definitely exactly. be worth it. It's dir- directed by Adam Shankman, who, um, I a- am a big fan of from his days mm-hmm. on, uh, So You Think You Can Dance. So that's very cool. Of course. Um, yeah. Yeah. But, I'll, uh, yeah, that's awesome. Um, Amy Adams singing. Yeah, we'll see. Um, yeah, she's but got, it's uh, fun. It's the got a, movie it's coming got Idina out. in it. You got Julie Andr- yeah. Andrews in it. Yeah, come on. Was Bernadette in it? Oh, I don't think so. That could Unless just be I'm something. misremembering. <laughs> I don't know. Either way, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, wow. It, all, right. it always matters if Bernadette's there. That's very true. Good yeah. point. Very good point. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right. <laughs> let's get in to some feel-good recommendations. Actually, we have talked about our love for the TikTok um, over yeah. the past few months, and we've talked about like the uh, the grocery store musical and the, obviously yeah. the Ratatouille musical Ratatouille. has blown up. We might be in the beginnings of the latest TikTok musical oh, trend boy. as a TikTok creator and singer songwriter Abigail Barlow has gone viral with a set of new musical numbers for her proposed musical adaptation of the Netflix film or Netflix series Bridgerton. Mm. Now, actually, I know neither you or I have watched no. this, um, so we can't give a lot of insight. But it has been blowing up yeah. all over the place. I just know it's ha- very sexy. Apparently, yeah, it's a Shonda Rhimes period piece with, um, you know, uh, uh, racial right. implications yeah. and stuff. Um, Sex, not- sexy with a lot of men clearly writing some of the sexy scenes. That's all I oh, know really? about it. Yeah. yeah. I mm. mean, I mean, Shonda Rhimes is in charge and she has never been afraid of the sexy. So. It's true. It's true. So we will have a link um, to Abigail Barlow's TikTok page so you can um, uh, check out her videos. And of course, anytime you scroll through uh, TikTok, I'm sure you can come across people who have. Um, uh, duetted it or stitched it or whatever the thing is. I'm on um, like so that's fun. I'm on like sea shanty TikTok right now. Oh that, yeah, that's C- the stuff C-shanties I'm watching. Right yeah. yeah, yeah, those are big right now. Big we're gonna right now. we're gonna come back to Broadway and it's gonna be all sea shanty musicals <laughs> because of the TikTok. Hey, hey, uh, um, that the Sting musical, whatever that was called. Oh God, I, yeah, the last ship. <laughs> the last ship. Yeah. Bring it back. Everyone's favorite. Uh, everyone's favorite show. Yes, of course. Um, all right, and the <laughs> last one is actually. Actually, an article that was sent to me by our good friend Oliver Roth, because he and I share a Venn diagram of sorts. Ironically, at the top of this article, there is a Venn diagram, which fits perfectly. Mm. It is in one circle, theater, and in the other circle, Marvel movies. And they have a bunch of actors who are in the middle of those two circles. So they're talking about the stage uh, experiences of Paul Bettany, the late Chadwick Boseman, Don mm-hmm. Cheadle, Benedict Cumberbatch, Chris Evans, Scarlett Johansson, Brie Larson, uh, Elizabeth Olsen, uh, Anthony Mackie, Paul Rudd, Mark Ruffalo, um, then a bunch of other people, including Haley Atwell, Angela Bassett, Bradley Cooper, Michael Douglas, Idris Elba, and it goes on and on and on. The one that I was kind of surprised about is that I did not know that Captain Marvel herself, Brie Larson. She has not been on Broadway, but 
she played Emily in our town at the Williamstown Theater Festival all the way back in 2010. I was going to ask about that because I couldn't place what she'd been in. Yeah. No. But obviously, a lot of those other folks had been um, on Broadway. Yeah. Uh, Elizabeth Olsen, uh, also not a Broadway person, but she... um, uh, played uh, Juliet at Classic Stage Company yeah, back in 2013. Yep. Um, and then, you know, just a, a ton of really cool stuff in there. My favorite, of course, is, uh, is Haley Atwell. Um, and so she's got a mm. great career on stage, but then also folks like Martin Freeman and Karen Gillan, uh, Denai Guerrera, Tom Hiddleston, Samuel L. Jackson, just a bunch of them. Like you go through and you're like, Oh, a lot of these people have been on the Broadway or in theater itself sebastian stan who plays the winter soldier bucky barnes um we were uh oliver and i were talking like what has he done and they're like oh wait he's done two broadway shows he was in the 27 or 2007 um uh, production of talk radio then he was also in picnic from right about theater company in 2013 it's like there's there's a lot of them it goes on and on so um a huge hmm. list something the that i'm very very crossover cool yeah seriously i i love it very much so very excited about that list and uh, I really can't believe you didn't write this article yourself. I know. I, honestly, absurd. I the fact that um, Susie Evans, who wrote this, I, I don't know Susie Evans, uh-huh. but the fact that she included a Venn diagram at the top of it makes me feel like she might be a listener. Susie, if you are, <laughs> let me know because I feel like that's kind of my trademark thing is don't talking encourage. about Venn diagrams. Susie, do not encourage Matt <laughs> any further. I have written articles in the past over at Land Grant Holy Land comparing Ohio State football players to Marvel characters. I know. See, that's why I'm surprised that yeah, I don't write, this I don't write doesn't articles exist. anymore, though. Yeah, that's I don't write articles Me neither. Anymore, so. Me neither. So, anyway, uh, <laughs> check that out. Also, watch the first two episodes of WandaVision on Disney Plus now. They it? are fantastic. Okay. It's okay. really good. Okay. Um, the first episode is like a tribute to the Dick Van Dyke show. Okay. The second episode is a tribute to. Um, bewitched. Apparently, mm. Dick Van Dyke and Benny White were actually consultants um, uh, amongst with other people. And it's very cool because, like, they are very much tributes to those shows, but they also start to weave in things. We are like, oh, something else is definitely going on here, and it kind of builds. Um, so that'll be for the next um, seven weeks. They're releasing episodes on Friday, so okay. I'm very much looking forward to that. I'll, I'll be on it soon. I've started The Queen's Gambit, so I have to finish that first. Uh, our, our friend John Schwab from the Curtain Call podcast Hi, over in nice. London. Hello. He, he, appears, he appears in episode seven of The what? Queen's Gambit. So, yeah, That's so exciting. That's yeah, very, very exciting. Um, speaking of exciting, later this week, we are going to have our another roundtable review episode where Ashley, you, Grace, and I yeah. talk about the new Amazon film getting tons of Oscar buzz, One Night in Miami, which is based on a play of the same name mm. um, that was released, uh, I believe, on Friday night on Amazon Prime. Yeah, you can watch I it directed so. by um, Oscar and Emmy winner Regina King. The best. Um, has some really great theater folks in it, including Leslie Odom Jr. Um, and it's a, a really good film. I've watched it on Saturday, and you and uh, Grace are going to watch it this week, and we're going to talk yep. about it on Friday's episode, so stay tuned for gonna that. going to be fun. 
one. Yep. All right, everybody. That's all that we have for today. Thanks for listening to Today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Broadway Radio. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at BWW Matt. Ashley, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at No, this is Ashley. All right, everybody. Don't forget to head over to Patreon.com slash Broadway Radio, BroadwayRadio.com slash Patreon. Don't forget, we sent out an alert last week that one of the new perks that you can get as a member of our Patreon family is that we can send out a special shout out of sorts, however you want. Happy birthday, whatever. Um, on the uh, Broadway radio show of your choosing, schedule permitting, of course, um, if you are Patreon members. So check that out in your messages from Broadway Radio on Patreon for more details. All right, everybody, have a wonderful Monday. Just two days left. And uh, we'll be back to talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow.